0: Yo, what's good, y'all? It's good to be back. We took like a like a two week hiatus, took a little break, and uh, yeah. I'm feeling refreshed. How y'all feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I feel great. I guess I got a little allergies, but outside of that, I'm good, man.
2: Yeah. Hey, breaks are breaks are sometimes necessary, especially how hard you know we be hustling, man. But Rodney, I expect nothing less than you feeling great, man. Congrats on the milestone.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, for those that don't know, we, um, we, we, we got into the, the Mercury Rays, uh, cohort, um, which is just a great opportunity, you know, that thousands of stars applied and we got in. Um, I'm happy about that, but I'm also a Mercury Rays, uh, uh, alumni. I got it. We, we,
0: Can you break down exactly what Mercury Rays is? Is it like a accelerator? Yeah, what what, is Mercury? What is Mercury? Yeah, what is Mercury?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let let me just start off by making a bold claim. Mercury is the new SVB. It's the new bank for Silicon Valley, okay? Um, And uh, everybody remembers the SVB scenario, how that all played out. One of the first banks that everybody turned to was Mercury. and so, it's just a startup bank. It's, it's primarily just focused on, you know, um, yeah, just startups. It's built for startups. I think one of the first reasons why I chose Mercury over SVB, or really I had both accounts, but my main account was always Mercury, was because it was just really built. It was just easier to use. It was easier to use than SVB. You know, for example, wiring money was a simple, simple process. You could just click a button. You know, like I found my SVB, like, it was just a little bit more difficult for me to figure out how to get the money to my account. And, uh, it was a lot more manual, a little bit more corporate, but you know, great guys over there. I know a lot of great people over there. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's, it's like the new, uh, SVB, um, super modern, uh, it's like a modern startup bank. Um, and they, every, I would say maybe twice, maybe like two, four times a year, they do something called mercury rays. In which case they have thousands of stars apply. And they have a network of investors, um, you know, these top tier investors from pretty much almost every firm that you can, you know, you know, you can really think about, and then also some angels. Um, and yeah, they review all the applications uh, you submit, a pitch deck, et cetera, and then some information about your company. And uh, yeah, they decide whether or not who gets it. It's kind of like a little, a little bit like a YCs type of situation, but but mm-hmm. obviously not entirely because it's not like an actual guaranteed check that they're just putting you in front of you know you know there hundreds of investors and so uh yeah we we did uh we got into mercury raise uh in our first round in our preceded round and at the time i think we had a few hundred thousand dollars raised already when we got into mercury raise you know we ended up uh, getting into you know getting ended up raising like another you know seven hundred plus thousand dollars um so mm-hmm. i would highly recommend it to any founder that's looking to get a little extra attention uh, on their uh, raise and or get a little bit of extra momentum period. Mm.
2: No, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I had never heard of that before until you literally bombarded a group chat with it every yeah. day. I feel yeah. like he did it for every
1: day for a week and he's yeah. like, Hey man, don't miss out. I, was trying to, I was, Look, cause, because you know what it is. They, they be wanting, um, they be wanting referrals, and I'm like, yo, yeah, y'all yeah, gotta understand. I'm a Mercury I'm alumni. Also, I'm like, I'm like actually like, you know, uh, I'm plugged in with those. You know, what I'm saying like, I, yeah, I, you know, uh, Ahmad's a great guy. He's, he's a he's the CEO founder. You know, I did a, a Twitter Spaces with him uh, talking about my experience too. Um, that was a great experience. Um, you know, if you go through it, they'll share all your share our stuff. I know when we had a little publicity, they they shared it, etc like you know um they're they're great people over there, and they i, I believe murphy uh what do I see
0: mm. yeah, that's dope yeah. they're they're definitely good people and and I saw that the the founder he was really active on twitter um when that whole s v v thing kind of oh, caught yeah but he yeah. he was one of the the, the reasonable people rational pe- rational thinking Plus. people on Twitter while everybody else was yeah. pulling the fire alarm and panicking yeah. and knocking everything over, yeah. he was very uh, level
2: headed and stuffed ahead. up
0: and Mercury definitely stepped up to help a lot of people out, so they yeah, definitely
2: yeah. seem like great people. But but he low-key had to be because if you're yeah, head no of the CEO of a bank, you don't yeah. want to kind of be seen for inducing panic. He
1: played it. It's interesting. He played it well, he though. Played it, he played it well because it's like, he didn't come off too like opportunistic or anything yeah, like yeah. that. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, at the same like, because he was, like, he understood that, like, as what SUVB meant, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, he understood that, look, like, hey, and Mercury, you know, um, like he increased like the the insurance. Like people on Mercury have like millions of dollars of of FDIC uh, insurance, and you know he just made those moves. And I thought it was it was he he yeah he it was a good middle ground of like he wasn't just empathetic and then ignored his own business. He did both. Yeah. Like hey look, SVB like shouts like shouts to them you know, but uh, we're also working on some things to make sure people are protected too, and also. You don't have to have just one bank either, you know what I'm saying as a founder. but I think at the SVB, I think a lot of founders, if they had one bank before, I'm pretty sure they got, oh, yeah. you know, they, got they, they got a few now: Yeah not nah, risk we, management. We all,
0: yeah, we all yeah we all learned we all learned how fragile the banking system is. I mean, not as fragile yeah. as it could be or it used yeah. to be. We, like the government has definitely added a lot of protection, but we all realize like banks can go under even First Republic, yeah. um, I think they've already been seized by the FDIC yeah. already have th- yep. seen past weekend. Yeah, just this past weekend. So like that's another big bank that a lot of people in Silicon Valley investors were also banking with. I know like in I know like in my in my investor network um I got an email that was like hey, if you got money in First Republic, you need to pull it out immediately. So it was very yeah. similar to the SVB yeah. sentiment. I think not as panicky because we saw how the government responded. So yeah. it wasn't as as that level, but it was still like hey, get your money out. So Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we've all gotten some some banking lessons. But speaking of YC, uh, was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Paul Graham had a little a, a tweet that was a okay. little spicy. It was a little yeah. spicy for our group chat, at least.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't even know. Do we know what the original tweet was? It looked like whoever the original wow. sender might have deleted it because when I looked at it, it said it was unavailable.
1: Yeah. So the original. Okay. So let's let's walk through some series of events real quick. Like like. So. I don't remember the original one that Paul responded to, but I remember. Paul hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. I found it. I found oh, it.
1: Okay. This, okay.
2: So this was his original tweet, which led to somebody else tweeting, which led to the tweet. Uh, yes. Yeah, I that guess. You said. But his original tweet was uh cold email from a startup claiming uh, 12,389% growth, which does not, which does send a message, but not about the company's growth that's what he tweeted, you know, people, people ended up, uh, I think a guy ended up responding to it or whatever, yeah. uh, just basically saying there's, there's a lesson to take, take away from like, you know, what Paul is saying about like this cold email that he received. And then that's when he responded with, you know, the tweet that we're going to dive a little bit yeah. into.
1: Go ahead and, and, and say what he said, man. Cause, um, I saw it and that I dropped it in the chat, but no words. I didn't put no words. I didn't want to, you, know. nah,
2: you just dropped it in chat and was like, yeah. it, "It it reminded me of like you know uh, uh, walking by the water and dropping a piece of bread and watching all the ducks, kind of funny." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: that's, that's a good one. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> and Rodney's the Rodney's the person just watching all the ducks eat, and so yeah,
1: yeah I, I sat back and was like, "Let me see."
2: <laughs> but now nah, the uh, the the tweet from Paul Graham read, "Um, uh, I, yeah, the original response that the guy had put, I guess, got deleted, but." Paul wrote, "That is not the lesson to take away from this. I never invest based on cold emails. I treat the fact that they're that they're sending me a cold email as a sign that the company is unattractive to investors, and that the founders are lazy and or incompetent." Mm. There's a lot Who's there.
1: Who wants to go first?
0: Dre. No, I'm gonna let y'all go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, let uh, y'all go. Well, I am
1: going to let you i do not mind putting my piece on there. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. <laughs> so, so check this out, okay? no um, okay. Let me start by saying, and I don't even feel like I gotta start by saying anything good about PG. PG is just who he is. I, I, there's nothing, you know. He's just a person, he, and also he just has an opinion. Now, what's unfortunate though is that he's very, very influential. So, if PG says something you know, there there is people who are going to generally just follow suit because of, you know, he's the YC guy, and, you know, he's done a lot. But in regards to that tweet, I think if I take everything else, like, the, the first three quarters of that tweet out, and I just real quick just focus on the last part about the lazy and incompetent part, like, he out of pocket for that. He's out of pocket for that. Like, 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 I... You know, I can wrap my mind around, you know, um, the idea that if you're cold emailing, maybe you're not, you don't have a hot startup right now. You don't have an attractive startup right now or whatever the case. I can wrap my mind around that, even though there's some, some counters I can, I can put to that. But, but that, those last things saying the lazy and the competent thing, that's all the pocket. Like, he, and honestly, it's childish coming from, you know, somebody as old as PG, you know what I'm saying? Like, Were you oh, surprised though? no i'm not surprised no i'm not surprised at all like like not surprised at all like P- because because the truth is is that pg and and no knock to him because there are people like this but he's um he's just arrogant he has an arrogant vibe to him he has a condescending tone to him you know um he's not he's, he has he he has that because he's a, and what it is is that he's just a logical person and sometimes you have people who hmm. you know they 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 get really logical and then they are smart and so a lot and and that smartness what ends up happening is that they have a lot of confidence in their logic and then sometimes though they don't always realize that that logic even though there's a logic trade it may not actually still make sense um mm-hmm. like because for example it's still based on some underlying assumptions you know what i'm saying and so in this case right the signal that they're lazy and incompetent that's just his him throwing his own little you know, his own personal taste on what he thinks is going on. The underlying assumption is, is that if you're emailing me this way, you must be late. but that's obviously can be breaking down as like completely illogical. Like there was nothing illogical about that, about that derision. You just decided that, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then you, you know, and, and I think when I look at PG tweeting that, I believe he probably feels like he came to a logical conclusion with that type of signal, but it's illogical. Um, Because one, um, PG, you're one, you might be one person out of many others that this founder may have hustled and tried to reach out to. Now, mind you, um, but then also like, they may not, they may simply just not be lazy. They may not be incompetent at all. Actually, matter of fact, I'm willing to bet that there are a lot of cold emails that PG has gotten from very competent people very hustle, like focused people, people who will put the work in. They, they might even work harder than PG does. So there's that. Now, maybe one could argue that when he says signal, it's not a guarantee, but just the mere fact that that's what you immediately assume is not a good way to to look at it. Now, I'm not sitting here telling PG he needs to look at cold emails, but I actually don't believe that um, investors need to be held to the standard of looking at all the cold emails. And one of the reasons why I believe that is because the moment you say, hey, I got a bag and I'm investing, you're going to get bombarded with an extreme amount of cold emails. So I'm not sitting here saying that PG needs to go through and like do all the research and try to figure out who to invest in making a cold email or not. But what I am saying is leave that last little part about being lazy and incompetent out of it, because that that's just simply um, it's disrespectful um, and it's misguided and it's arrogant. Because it doesn't fully line up logically. Uh, somebody emailing you.
2: So is- let me read this response real quick because I, w- I want to get your perspective on this. Yeah, I'm listening. And so somebody responded pretty similar to what you're saying right now and asked the question, in what world does sending a cold email equate to laziness? Paul Graham responded, a world in which there are thousands of paths by which you could get an intro, an intro if you made the effort.
0: So no, okay, so, no. so 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 let me let me hop in here. Yeah, hop in. yeah yeah yeah. Let, let me hop in here because this this is where like I have a I have a different take on it, right? Where I actually don't have a problem with what, what PG said, because the way I, the way I interpret it, perhaps the way I kind of look at it is like if you're gonna send a co email, then you should probably do the research on the person that you probably by, probably about to send it to. You. PG writes a lot. He does a lot of writing. He is incredibly vocal, and so I'm sure somewhere out there he has made it very clear how you should go about getting in touch with him right and that's his preferred way in which you should get in touch with him it's his way it doesn't matter if it's logical if it makes sense or don't make sense look he's incredibly famous he get a lot of shit from a lot of people and he wants to have a certain way in which he wants people to communicate with him and i think that's totally fine and so i think we're we're on the part of like lazy and incompetent i think what what i think that what i take that to mean is that You sent him an email without doing any diligence on who he is and anything on him because if you had done that, then you would have taken the route that he would prefer, which is like ask another founder who YC may have invested in to intro you to it or go through somebody else. Like if if you would have took the preferred way that he would have said it. I don't think he would have. I don't think his response would have been that way. But if you just code, flat out code email him, and that's opposite of the way that he has n- on numerous occasions communicated how he wants to be communicated to from founders, and you haven't even taken the time to even consider that, then yeah, that does come off a little bit lazy and incompetent because you haven't even taken the time to even look into who I am, and you're just sending me an email because you think just because I got money and I can put money into your company, but you haven't even you, you haven't even taken any time to like. To, to look me up, essentially, I, I that's the way I interpret. I interpreted his tweet but, based but, but, on. But,
2: but, but what you're saying is, act, like, what you're saying actually has facts to back it up, and so I pulled up his website and literally on his website, yeah, he has a section that says, "Before emailing, read these FAQs." <laughs>
0: Girl, I already know. I already
2: knew it. So yeah, I so from that
0: perspective, I I agree with him. If it was hmm. someone else. Who like just some random ass CEO? If it was me that said that, then I would expect some blowback. Cause it's like, nigga, first of all, who are you? Secondly, you know, like you, like you haven't. Like, this is just totally different. I, I feel like with somebody like Paul, uh, like PG, who is so, like, who who communicates so well, writtenly, like for for just for a founder who wants to get in touch with him to just do that one little single diligence. I I, I think if you can't do that yeah that to me that does absolutely comes across as lazy it it really does, it to, does me. to me
1: okay i i and i hear that loud and clear and i hear that loud and clear um i hear that loud and clear so so, so um and i do believe that if you're going to email somebody uh do the research right uh know who they are etc uh have something to talk about and, and it should be relevant here's what i'll say now the question is now my question is though um is not knowing in or is it just that you just don't know? You know what I'm saying? So for example, when I look at the, the majority of early stage founders, the first thing they do is start code emailing. That's like almost like something percent of them. Like it's almost like, and, and, and also to keep in mind, early stage founders are not just simply listening to PG, they're listening to all these different people and there's mixed messages and it's so so easy to be confused about what is the right way what's not the right way etc now granted you're right in the sense of when I mean, you're focused on pg specifically yes go about it this way which is why i wouldn't i wouldn't code email pg i wouldn't I, I wouldn't do that and but i also see so much uh there's just so much misguiding it. Uh, so, so so many investors misguiding uh founders founders. For example, I do think it's annoying when I see found uh sorry uh investors, you know, be like I you know oh, I take code emails and knowing damn well that most of the time they actually don't. But then two um, uh, but then two it's generally not looked upon in the right way, right? And so but so for me what it, for me the, the tweet. Even though from a logical standpoint, it makes sense. I'm looking at it like I see where people are not like I see where people are getting offended by it because you might just simply not know. So, for example, like if if um if you walk into uh, a, a club with jeans on and yeah, you should have did the research on that club and know that you maybe you shouldn't have worn no jeans. But, yo, you might have just simply like you might have just you could have just made a mistake. Like and it's so somebody be like, oh, you like you lazy and you are incompetent. It isn't. It's assholes. But here's the thing, PG's an asshole. So I'm not like <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I I know that and we know that. So it's like oh, we this is PG. But what I'm saying is for people who are, don't know what we know and are just like uh, like self starters, they're hustlers. They're just trying to break in. They may not even be aware that there's this article from PG and also like I've been reading. Yeah. How long have we been reading PG stuff?
0: But but you I think but, – but, bro, I don't think that's really the lesson there. I don't even think yeah. it matters if it's PG or if it's me, if it's you, yeah, if it's it's so. whoever it is. I think the, sure. the true lesson there is if you're going to co-outreach to somebody, yeah. do some diligence. Yeah. It's simple. It, that's all it takes is do right. some is do some di- that's do some diligence. It, that's,
1: you, took, you took the right lesson from it though. That's not yeah, what yeah. you said though.
0: That's not yeah. What you yeah. Said, so, so so what? Yeah. So what I'm saying is beyond. So what I'm saying is when when you say like, well, what found what should founders do? What what I'm saying is because you're right. It is so much mixed messaging out there in terms of like who says this and who says that. Regardless, but yeah. I think the broader lesson there for in terms of what founders should do in general, and yeah. this is just general advice. My yeah. advice is. If you're gonna co-email anybody, whether it's an investor, yeah. whether it's about a job, whether it's yeah. a customer that you're trying to sell to, yeah. anybody, yeah. just simply do some research. And if yeah. you do that, then you will uncover way more than what you knew you before you, you started to do it. You will. That's that's all I'm saying. And so you, you that's a, that's an extra step I want, I want, that to me makes you a little bit more, a little bit better off than if you just go into it blindly. And I think that's the that's the takeaway that I would say from from. PG. You will,
1: you will, you will, uh, you will, do you think though, do you, uh, yeah, you will, so, so, so for example, right, Um, I thought about what PG said, but then I thought about, for example, Mark Suster, right, you guys know, yeah. I emailed Mark Suster, et cetera, but here's the thing though, Mark Suster has two emails, I'm not going to say his other email, he has two emails, he has Mark at up front, and he has, he has his other one, now, see, the part where I succeeded is that I had, I got access to his other email, See, it is lazy that if I just hit up Mark and upfront, and I'm just like la la la, which right. I did try at first, and it didn't work because Mark already had that little gate, that little gate, right? right? And so PG is saying that at the same time, I look at people like Mark Suster and I say he's not going to, he's not disregarding cold emails, he, but he is making it a little bit more difficult, meaning that like he's still giving a door. So meaning that like because I found his other email he took me serious because he's like if he got this other email he must have right. done the, he must have done something see pg just has his email and then nothing else and it's kind of like there's no you know what I'm saying and granted he doesn't have to do what other people are doing my thing is though is that it's like he just has one email and then that's the only way you can get in contact with them he's not yeah. opening up another lane at least like from my perspective pg's a little lazy because I look at mark Suster, who like i said i got through with the cone email but i didn't get like i had to take some extra stuff I, I did have to take some extra work to figure out how to get his other email which wasn't easy to do and truth mm-hmm. be told i only was able to get it uh and he would laugh at this because i worked that bird and i remember he, i was like oh he's the best <laughs> at that bird and so he must be riding a bird <laughs> scooter that's yeah. how i found his email right yeah. so yeah i did t- i was creative and you know what he respected that right now see pg so if I compare him to Mark, it, it, it he looks a little lazy to me. Now, not saying his message is not true, but I'm just saying he don't even got another like way where it's like somebody could be a little creative and find out. Bro, you can literally hit up
0: any founder that YC has ever invested in to get an intro to him. He literally—that's what I'm telling you. That's what he's, know, telling but, you. Bro, that's bro, what, he's
1: literally that telling. He's been saying bro, but been that been for a long time. We've been in startups for a decade, bro. Bro. We've been
0: this nah, for a decade, bro. Nah, bro. See, that's are
1: the problem. Harsh? No, bro, you no, harsh. you, you are up. Pro- no, that's the problem, bro. No, you No, Founders Founders I, I to do
0: the work. Founders <laughs> have to do the work, bro. <laughs> they do, the know,
1: do the they do, they do. But we, but, you, but look, we was once babies. <laughs> we was once babies in the game. <laughs> <laughs> we was we was babies in the game, dog. That's all I'm yeah. trying to say. I hear you. I hear you. But but your thoughts.
2: But I I I hear both sides. But I'm low key leaning more towards what Dre was saying, just because if you do a quick Google search. The only place you're gonna find Paul Graham's email is on his website, Where is all his information <laughs> is. Way, so, I know like, he
1: can't make it no easier for you, bro. I know. I me personally, I had no issue with the. I already. Know, I wouldn't do that with Paul. <laughs> like yes, I wouldn't email Paul. I wouldn't try to get. Like I had no issue personally. I'm just talking. I'm speaking to like the majority of people that don't know how to game. It's a black box.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I will say this because I, I don't want us to be the dead horse. I like what, what Dre is saying around like y'all both y'all both said two things that were very important. Like, Rodney, you're a hundred percent that like people don't know what they don't know. And Dre is right in terms of research. So we're gonna give you the keys to knowing exactly what you need to know. Um step one is like def- definitely do your research. And I think the frame of mind that you have to be in is we've talked about this on the on the podcast before, literally the same frame of mind you have when you're trying to close a a, a sales deal, where you know potentially you're you 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 gotta reach out to you know multiple people at the organization and eventually get buy in before you get to to the uh, decision maker. That may potentially need to be applied here right? And I think the reason why that same mindset has to be applied is because there's no difference between somebody buying your company and somebody buying the stock of your company. They're bu- you're, bu- you're, you're, you're selling something. And mm. I think what Dre was saying around one, doing your research, but then two, being creative about finding those champions, which are founders that have went through YC, et cetera, et cetera, to champion you and make it easier for you to get what you want, which is maybe the call with Paul Graham or whatever, that. That's just a very sophisticated approach, and I and I and I and I I do have to say, like, I wouldn't be surprised if many people that look like us don't know how to approach it that way. So hopefully, with us giving you this game, if y'all need more of that game, feel free to ask for it. But like, yeah, just finding an email and reaching out and not
1: not not doing the proper work. I'm gonna keep it a stack. It's not gonna. Here's the thing, though. My thing is, is my thing is though. I feel like we should allow those early stage founders the grace to do the dumb shit that they're doing and not call them. It's the tone. Of, it's the tone. It's, Got like, you. it's condescending. It's condescending. It's like, they just simply, if like if they knew you was an asshole, they wouldn't do it. Like, like they, like, it's just a little condescending, right? Like, it's not that the, it's not that it, it doesn't make sense. It's just like the, it's, it's the kind it's like the canvas, canvas. It's just the tone, man. It's like, it's the tone. It's like, it's like, yo, he, he, you know what I'm saying? He might yeah. have a dope business. He just didn't know PG was like that. You didn't yeah, like, yeah. and he, and like, he did the research, but that don't mean he lazy and incompetent. It's like, damn, it's like, my yep, bad, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't know. <laughs> like, but now I'm lazy and incompetent. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I like, you know, it's like, it's just the tone of it. Like, cause yeah. it, there's other ways to potentially say the same thing essentially, but, but speaking Speaking, yeah. speaking
0: of not, speaking of not knowing, we we were just before the uh, before we hopped on. Me and Brandon were just congratulating uh, Lamar Jackson because yeah. he was getting switching switching topics here. He was getting a lot of backlash in the sports media because he doesn't 100%. have an agent, and there was a lot of question about his about his confidence as a you know being able to negotiate his deal right, and whether or not you know he should he should be doing that without having an agent. He needed rep- literally every single sports commentator I came across all had the same opinion he should have an agent he's not confident enough to represent himself and my man just closed a generational bag and secured what i think 180 million dollars guaranteed or something crazy 100 like 185 million, 100, 100. million
1: guaranteed i'm proud of him with no agent too that's crazy. yeah with no
0: agent i'm incredibly proud of him and i think the contract was what like 200 220 million or something like that it was a it's Two hundred and sixty—an absurd amount of money. My yeah, man's like yeah, that Damn, they
1: got a Jalen uh a contract with with, with no uh, agent. Damn.
0: They said he's the highest paid right now on a, a per what, per annual season damn. basis.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yep. Damn. Okay. So hey, hey, hey. hey by the way, let's shout out Jalen Hurt real quick, man.
0: Yeah, Yo, definitely. First,
1: first of all, first of all, he was the only one scoring in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, like I can't believe that. <laughs> like, like he like he almost won the game by himself. <laughs> like, that was crazy. Bro. But yeah.
0: These quarterbacks, man, these quarterbacks are getting bags nowadays, bro. Especially like these black quarterbacks, man. I, I'm I'm happy for this because not too long ago in football, I even heard like it was it was commonly known amongst owners in football that the black athletes were not smart enough to play the quarterback position. Quarterback. We were incompetent yeah. enough to play the quarterback position. Like we just couldn't do it. Um and then obviously that they were I mean, that's a silly that's a silly assumption to even think, but we 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 all know that. And obviously, like, we've seen so many incredible black quarterbacks prove them w- wrong, but now they're finally getting paid and really compensated for the value that they're bringing to these franchises. And so, like,
2: yeah, I'm just, I'm just super happy so for a lot let of me, of. Let, me Jay, let, let me share sure a few numbers real quick, bro, because I had to look this up. So, Deshaun Watson got the most craziest contract. I, I, I would say Deshaun Watson and, and, yeah, and Patrick Mahomes. So, Patrick Mahomes, he got 450. 450 million basically a half a bill for 10 years right he so he's getting a bag but deshaun watson's deal is fucking just wild so he essentially signed a five-year 230 million dollar deal while he was still going through all the houston you know troubles but but guaranteed though fully guaranteed 230 million fully guaranteed
0: that's crazy that's crazy
1: a lot of money man guaranteed
0: <laughs> yeah, no. bro first let me ask y'all this let me ask y'all this honestly how how do you even show up to work motivated and you got guaranteed Brett? like that like I would think that would kind of change the do, do you think that changes the incentive or your mot- yes, your personal yes, motivation yes. I
1: would think share, so let me show you, let me show you something I think with maybe these maybe these guys it might not but what I have been noticing I have, and, is that with some of these younger guys, because the, the, the sports checks are getting huge, I have been noticing that there's something different about the performance. And I'm mm. not saying it's all about the money and whatnot, but it did seem like before, even though people weren't getting paid maybe what they deserved, they had to put in so much more. And it's like, you know, they had to put in more output and then they got the bigger, you know what I'm saying, the the bigger amounts. And I do, I do, I do see that. And it makes me kind of like, and on one hand, I want people to get what they what they deserve. Mm. I want I want that for them. At the same time, like what Dre's saying, it's like you you come out the gate, and, and these guys are not out the gate. But you know, you come out the gate with these these younger guys are getting huge checks right now. Yeah, and it's like you know, it. it I do think it does. I do think it does change. I do think it does. It's hard not to. Somebody like maybe like with the Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson, I think they'll be fine. But like. There's these, there's there's a lot of other athletes that are getting these huge checks, even the basketball too, and I think it is changing how they're like, you know, going about it because they're already rich, they're wealthy, they're like, you know, like yeah. before Shaq came in with a million dollars, like think about Shaq came in, they gave him a measly million dollars. He was already he had almost, he said he was broke by the time he got on the court and played his first mm-hmm.
0: game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
1: so it's yeah. like, you know, I'm saying he he was hungry still, so it yeah. was like, you know, so I don't know.
0: I wonder what Michael Jordan would have been like if he was getting that back. Because even Mike, I mean, he was getting well paid for that time, but he was not earning. I think his, his career earnings was like less than $100 million.
1: Yeah, what? Well, yeah. Oh,
0: he, just, he so, was smart
2: with it after. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah oh, I, mean, after, did, I, after, I mean, what he did after I mean, was, was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You know I mean? he's going to be straight. I mean, his son, and I don't even know if it's, what his son does. <laughs> like, just
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, his, just, his, his son, his son uh, actually started a company. Where, bro. Yeah, he started a company. Uh, I want to say they raised like 10 or so million dollars. Uh,
1: bro, bro, let's be real. You're like a Jordan <laughs> son, bro. Do you, that's not even... dog. Nah. come on, stop it. <laughs> yeah, stop it, bro. My, look, man's look,
0: Bronny, my man's look, Bronny got like $8 million. in. in, in, what, in, bro, in bro, IU, bro. Hey, Bronny looking
1: good right yeah, now. I saw, I saw him in the Nike commercial. I was like, oh, what's yeah,
0: bro, <laughs> Bronny getting his own bag. <laughs> Bronny, Bronny bag might be more than LeBron's when it's all said and done. As long as my man stay healthy. <laughs>
1: Facts. I hope. He, but, I, but, I really hope he can. Uh, I. I feel like filling in LeBron's shoes is too big.
0: He hmm. don't have to fill in. He's gonna do his own thing. I don't think uh, he needs to fill in. He,
1: he, know, he's but, gonna
0: be great. He's gonna. He's gonna be his own type of great. Uh, but,
1: okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right.
0: I, that's what. I, that's my. That's my estimation. Because like, think about it, bro. Like, there's other athletes' sons. I mean, probably not the same level of LeBron though. So I can't even compare. Because I'm thinking, Pay right. like, Thompson's dad was in the league. But it's, I know, it's but the we the didn't say. know and
1: about they, the niggas for real. <laughs> <laughs> you're right
0: you're right you're right right. he might not be all-time leading scorer though like that that might be hard to beat but (laughs) (laughs) you know that might be tough that might be tough right there but uh but when when it's
2: all said and done LeBron like I don't think we we will ever I don't know if I think that record will stand the test of time forever like for sure LeBron 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 is just like Where's the young it's guy not even can, a once-in-a-generation it player. It's like the there that, would never that, be enough.
1: Where's the young guy that, that can, like, here's, here's what I'm waiting on. This, this was kind of annoying me a little bit, right? We keep thinking that we get the next MJ, and they always kind of, like, phase out. Like, you know, you got Zion, Derrick Rose, and I, it's like, you know, it's like, where's because LeBron was coming in at 18, dominating the grown men in the league. Like, where's that guy at right now? Like, where's the new...
0: It's supposed you know, to be Ja. It's supposed to be Ja, but you know he's not
1: gonna be Ja. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be... It was probably there but he already met uh...
0: I mean it might not be too late though. He might he might oh, he might still he might still uh, do it. It, might, no, I ain't gonna it might I mean I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Ja you get know, the back. I will too. My words so on shout him. out shout yeah. out to Ja
1: man. He eating, He eating right now. Him in he family. is, but it's like like maybe Giannis. Maybe. Cause he, cause he, uh, he no,
2: no, 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 no offense. Giannis is great, but he's no LeBron. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: okay, all right, yeah, you're right. All right, you're right. No and offense. He, he, Giannis is like uh, Kawhi.
2: Yeah, I that's that's a good comparison. But you got to understand with LeBron, you are getting a holistic player. Like my man is not only the leader scorer, but I'm pretty sure he's like top ten in assist. He's like, like when it's all said yeah. and done, he's probably gonna be top three and assists like he's yeah. up there in steals like
1: yeah his resume like, is crazy in finals. lebron is like a 50 like like you get lebron it's like an 80 percent chance you're going to the finals it's like it's did, like did, did, did y'all watch the
0: did y'all watch it since we're on the topic of sports real quick and we'll probably shift gears quickly but did yeah. y'all did y'all ever watch the last dance with michael jordan yeah, yeah I,
1: I had to i had to i had to yeah i
0: had yeah, to. saw it yeah mj's crazy yeah he was different he was different. I don't know that watching that last dance almost changed my perspective on the on the conversation. I don't. I don't even think the conversation of who's better is even one wor- is is ever even wor- worth having because they're both great in their own right. But, but after like, I watched yeah, that, man. I was
1: like, "Damn, I know but... LeBron's better." I'm sorry. I was, we should do throw the podcast. We should do the podcast. I was like, like "Michael's different. Like, like, different. different." I was like, "Michael's uh, uh, different." LeBron's better, man. Right? But, but 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 MJ changed the whole entire game, and you yeah. can't take nothing. They like, cemented. Yeah. LeBron is better. Yeah, Because look how long. He's been in yeah. this game for 20 years. And yeah, yeah he's you got to count that. Crazy. You got to count, acting gotta count like that. acting like that's not no big deal, man.
0: Yeah, you can't discount that. They, it'd be disrespectful to discount that from that's
1: him. A, yeah. And they still, it's doing, disrespectful.
0: It. They yeah. still doing it. They're still doing like, it. And my man's won a championship like a couple years ago. People acting like it's been like 10 years or something. Yeah, like, he, just bro, he, bro, he just won. Bro, the Lakers just <laughs> won. Like, not the long ago. He, he just
1: beat.
2: what You said
1: job Post. Yeah, yeah, next. Like, he just
2: They just beat them, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this is the thing. This is the thing about LeBron is like LeBron LeBron came into the league with a lot of finesse, right? And he was at the top, you know, leading the league in points, et cetera, et cetera. He's doing that today because he's the smartest player on the court. And he knows from like my my man just gets the ball in triple threat. And he knows he's getting a bucket.
1: Yeah. 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 His incredible memory too. I remember one time he broke on a play and he was just like he was like, Yeah, the player went ten feet to the left and then my man's went five feet behind me and I went to the thirty feet. I was like, what is he about? I was like, this guy yeah. is not like let's not mm-hmm. underestimate. Like he got photographic memory, it seemed like look look, I was I was I was getting uh, my girl uh, um my girl got lazy recently. He, he got lazy I saw the he yeah, I got lazy at one of the LA doctors. Like he got yeah. sharp vision he like yo, he, he's nah He's like up that's here that's a
0: pure that's a pure master of your craft, man. That's what that's what it looks like. For somebody who yeah, has yeah, just dominated bad. dominated bad. their mm-hmm. field, their craft after over a long period of time, like that's what that looks like. And his greatness at his at his finest. So
1: I love it. I but, love it. Yeah, I'm a speaking, so speaking, speaking of, of, hey, like, real quick, let me get this one. Let me get this one. Since we since we do a, since we since we briefly said, you know, uh LeBron versus MJ, um, and we can switch gears if you want, but Bard versus ChatGPT. Come on, bro. I need to hear what's going on with that, bro. <laughs> like,
2: amen, like, amen,
1: So I if, I,
2: if I, if I, if, I if, if, if if I'm, if I'm talking about it from just an objective point of view, I think when it comes to language models, it's like any language model is going to be hard to judge its quality on any type of like text output. Like just just genuinely speaking, because at the end of the day, it's gonna come down to semantics and syntax. And the other thing too is everybody is building the same thing. The model has been commoditized, the thing, because everybody's literally building quote unquote a transformer. The only thing that is different is how they're like doing reinforcement learning in terms of like making the inputs better over time. Now, where I think BARD is better, at least for me, and I like I, I just started using it. Like over the last two weeks, a lot more is when it comes to software development. I found that like you know when I was using Chat GPT and even using like GPT four. Don't get me wrong, it because GPT four has a larger context window. I can't. I'm able to feed in multiple like you know scripts, et cetera, et cetera, and it's able. It's it does a very good job of doing semi reasoning, explaining like oh shoot this is what you would need to change, et cetera, et cetera. But what I found is like when I apply my judgment to that response GPT would give me, like if I didn't know how to write code, I would just take that and use that and it would just be like, it was wrong, right? Where I noticed little discrepancies around like, oh shoot, no, that's not actually right. And then, so I had to go back and forth with it to actually begin to get what I want or just make the changes myself. Where with uh, Bard, it does like, it doesn't allow me, it doesn't have like a large context window. So I can't put in like multiple scripts, but literally on multiple tries, like on multiple attempts for different like things that I was doing, it gave me the, like what I would say nine times out of 10, the, 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 the right answer to writing code, like on the first try, like I didn't have to go back and forth with it. And so that's like, what, what I've mm-hmm. seen is before. Where I used to use ChatGPT and GPT four for everything, now I'm split. Where it's like things in relation to data, et cetera, et cetera. I'm using ChatGPT, GPT four, and then anything related to like software development or whatever, I'm using Bard. But and so yeah, that's 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 what I like about Bard. But I also like the fact that Bard is also running a query in the back, and now you can run a you know a quick Google search, and essentially Bard is a layer on top of search that points you quickly to the information you need. And so, and then I also think, you know, you've talked about this a few times, like they give you multiple drafts and things so you can compare. And so, so from a product, from st- product product standpoint, I think. Bart is a superior, like a, a really okay. good product from a user okay. experience standpoint.
1: Okay. okay. You know what, if you say from a user experience standpoint, then I can't argue with that. Uh, I can't argue with that. Um, by the way, cause Google, first of all, Google makes amazing software products. Like and they've always had um, Google max, love it. Chrome on it right now. Um, yeah. Google has always made amazing software. So uh, we're talking about user experience. Um, I can't even argue with that. As matter of fact, um, just even off of how, you know, when I'm using chat I mean, they don't, they seem that they definitely excel at technology and they're like technologies or something. Uh, but as far as like the, the, the wrapper or like of it, or the the, the experience of it, it is um, not as, um, it it, it is different, and and, and it's not. uh, I I do feel more excited, actually. I do feel more excited in a longer term over BARD. I will say that, um, because I do see them making incremental changes, and they are focusing on it a lot more, and I I can tell they're in the end of process. Um, With ChatGPT, they are... They, to, to me right now they're better in fr- for they, they seem better from a technological standpoint but they may not be too much different um and but what i don't like is that is that i'm 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 confused at how they're prioritizing their features um they're like like i'm just confused about how they're prioritizing some of their features um like uh and who they give it out to and how they like it's it's very closed box and it's very black box and it's like you know uh, for example like you know, uh, not everybody has access to the GPT four uh, API access. But at the same time, like they're they're not just rolling it out based on first come first serve. But, like, they're like, like it's it's like it's not clear who they're giving it out to and why. You know, for example, um, I know. Like, so what I've but,
2: noticed in terms of who they actually get, so for two things, because I have access to GPT four and I also have access. Yeah, what, what? What? Yeah, I have access to plugins. I don't have access to a web browser because I'm not paying that $20 or whatever. Oh, so that's yeah, why I built, I built my own though. Um, yeah, yeah, I see. I but see, yeah. but the, the thing that I've noticed is because, um, yeah, a few people I've talked to, if you're building with the API, they prioritize, they're prioritizing those people. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think I think it makes a lot of sense because even if you think about some of the recent moves yeah. that they made yeah. around like data, d- their data policies, right? like they're trying to get more into the enterprise space and so they're trying to tap more like that's who they're trying I mean, to really.
1: I, I can see that making sense. I can see that making sense. At the same time, like, uh, 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 so you're talking about the API, so the, you you got that one. But, but like, for example, like the 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 end user, uh, ChatGPT. Example, oh, I have
2: it on ChatGPT too. So once you have access to GP like GPT four API, it's also in your ChatGPT as well. You know,
1: here's what I'm getting ready to say, though. Here's what I'm getting ready to say. Um, uh, I'm, what I was gonna say is 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 that for example, like the web browsing thing, right? My girlfriend has it, right? Keep in mind. Like almost everyone that I know, like like myself included, I don't have browser access. I don't have plugins. I don't have any of that. But my yes. girlfriend has access to Web browsing, and you're t- and and you're telling me. Did my, you pay? Yeah, I'm paying. We're both paying. Yeah, and you're, I'm you're paying telling, too. I don't have it either. You're, right, you're right. And so you're telling me like like like. So it's not. That's that's what I mean by it's not clear because it's not. It clearly can't be on based on the wait list and who's using like, it. Right. Because I'm using it way more. I'm sure Dre's using it way more. But yeah. Yeah, like see, so, they're just—it's a black like it's just like, and it's kind of like it's, it's a little it feels a little bit alienating because it's kind of like, what do I need to do? Because I'm paying, I'm supporting, I'm leaving feedback, and then yeah. like my girl gets, it, and I'm happy for <laughs> it. Keep me wrong, I'm happy bro, I'm like, but what like <laughs> what's going on? Like what. So,
0: so I'm curious about plugins because similar to you, Rodney, I've been paying using it too, and I'm like, damn. When do I get access? Like, can I ask again? Like, right, right, right. What like, can I do to get it? So, Brian, you have you played around with the plugin experience? How how is it? Is it? I wish I had plugins. Is it good? yeah. yeah, yeah like, how yeah, would you yeah. rate
2: it? No, it's 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 solid. I haven't um. Yeah, it's I I I I would I would say it's solid, and I specifically just because I want to get more out of it, like. Hmm. I I'm I'm using so there's this site called Chatbot UI that I use. And then also I've built some stuff with like Langchain. Um and they allow you to like take advantage of the of the plug. Actually, this is the thing. Like, and i I I don't know if y'all want to do this, but literally using Langchain, you can get something set up in like 10, 20 minutes, and uh you literally can have access to GPT 4 using Langchain and also plugins. Like they may, like literally without having to wait for open AI to give it, give it to you. And mm. so like, that's definitely an alternative route. And l- I kid you not, bro. It is literally four lines of code, four lines of code. Like you'll have it quickly set up in like 10 minutes and be able to take advantage of it,
1: Did, but do you need the, um, do you need GPT four API access for it? To, or do you not need that at all?
2: No, 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 no. no. Uh, so for chatbot UI, you need GPT four access. Uh, for LangChain, I believe you don't. You just need your API key. Okay. And why do you, it,
0: why do you use Chatbot UI? The
2: that's reason true. why the reason why I use uh Chat Chat Chatbot UI is because it allows me to get all the all the features of the twenty dollar plan. Oh, I'm that's paying, true. I'm, that's I'm true. paying that's less true. than yeah, a dollar. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I'm
2: just using the API, and yeah. so. And so that's, that's, why, that's why I personally use it. But this is something, what you just called out is literally, 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 it's going to turn out to be such a very important comment that I don't want it to pass by, which is this frustration between not understanding how decisions are being made. And the reason why that's important is because right now, like, obviously I've been following a lot of like the AI research community, et cetera, there's this growing argument of open source versus closed source. And right now, like a lot of, if you, if you, if you read a lot of stuff coming out of like Stanford, MIT, Washington, et cetera, et cetera, literally a lot of these dudes are predicting that open source is about to have its run because people are going to run in that exact frustration, not only at the consumer level, but also at the enterprise level. Mm-hmm. And so that, like, I think, you know, in one of our group chats that, you know, I had sent over like hugging face, like chat yeah. or whatever, that's yeah. an open source model, obviously meta, they've been releasing open source models. And so like, I think we're about to see an explosion on the open source side of things. We will, we will. Where we will. We will. once again, the model is commoditized, we will. right? The perform, like a lot of these open sources are about to match chat GPT and give people a lot of what they're offering through the consumer experience or the paid experience mm-hmm. out of the box if you know just how to set up a simple local project yeah.
1: and and yeah. then also people will also make it easier where you won't even have to, to even 100 like, percent. like i i do i do see that open source is picking up some speed and as it should because again it is frustrating on my side like when i'm seeing all these new features like and it's like it's like because it's it just like it's arbitrary like i said it's not clear what like why this person versus this person, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like they're just like you know. And fine, like fine, that's their company. They can do what they want. But I can imagine that that is affecting people. So like at Bard, I'm not gonna lie. I love how i want I can have like ten Bard chats up. They're they're very lightweight. It's super fast. Um, you know, um, they have like um, it, it and also like the draft thing. Oh, amazing feature. I actually like to be honest. I when I had tul- ch, Chat GPT, I didn't realize how. How dope it would be to be able to choose through multiple different responses that it could have gave you. You know what I'm saying? Because chat it just because with GPG4 you got to regenerate if you want three responses. Yeah. With, with Bard they just give you three three off jump. So you already have three options off the jump. You know what I'm saying? To like go in your conversation and um so I i would say like um I'm excited. Uh, Google's just behind because they didn't. I, I think they're behind because they just didn't see. But but. I do see the incremental things, and they launched the code thing, which let, let me know that they that they are, you know, um, uh, going in the right direction. Uh, right now, I but right now, I prefer GPT four, Chat GPT four. Yep. But the thing is, it's limited. So the truth is, is that like I get caught on that limit, and it's that is frustrating. To be honest, they could make a simple thing like, hey, look, pay five dollars to extend your messages or something. Like it's just there's there's like simple things that I feel like they're just. I don't know i I don't know but maybe it's because they made it and expect this many users to begin with and they're not even that's why i'm like i question what are they prioritizing because some of the features that they come out i'm like why why like like, like why this over like something that's like clearly for example search your conversation that's one of the most clear ones where i'm like if you could just literally have one little text box at the top and be able to search the context of your conversations that would literally speed up my entire process by because if you're a power user or chatgpt 4 you yeah. might have 30 conversations right and so i got to scroll through and figure out which one of those that i had like the thing like literally it would just like it, it's actually and also as an engineer i know it's easy to build so it's kind of like you know like some of these there's these low low hanging fruits, but you know it's not my company, so look, I'll let them do what they do. Um, but that's a good argument, Brian. I I want I want I want it. to I,
2: w- I, w- I want to add something to that, right? Sure. Which yeah. is um, their data policy, right? Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I mentioned their data policy is because you just mentioned going through their chat history. So they yeah. just made a very key update, very yeah. key update, because they're getting ready to roll out chat GPT Plus for businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And what that update is. Before they were not using your previous, like the chats that you were having as training data moving forward. If you have your, your, your history turned on, they will use in all, any of those chats you have with chat GPT as training data. And the reason why this is important is because. I don't know if you've been, you know, having, uh, any type of, you know, conversations with ChatGPT where you've used proprietary data or exposed yeah. things from your company to it. Yeah. Now that's going to be leaked into the, into the AI. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and so they just rolled out a feature where you can turn off like your, your, your history, but it creates this interesting pair, uh, like uh, trade-off where like, if you want privacy, you can't have history. But if you don't want privacy, but if you want history, you can't have, you, you you can't have privacy. And so you're going to have to choose and be very cognizant of this because that data, that data now moving forward will be used to train it.
1: Actually safe. We have that same thing um, with safe messages, right? Um, Like, you know, people want to be able to go back on their old messages that they had, et cetera, et cetera. And just like, we can't, we can't, we can't like, 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 I mean, it's a, it's a privacy based product. Like, you know, um, Mm -hmm. we can't, um, Keep messages and and, and, and index them because that defeats the purpose, you know. Um, uh, and so I kind of understand like, maybe some that 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 um, uh, that that, uh, that thinking. Or for example, people want to be able to edit a safe message, right? We don't store the message; uh, it's already encrypted. We don't store it. Uh, how are you going to edit it? Um, you know, like like it, like there are features that people expect out of products, but they're not realizing those products are not secure, not and not privacy focused. So they had mm-hmm. so yeah. You, back like in the end of your conversations and do this and do that, but when you're focused on like privacy and stuff like that, it, it does change it, and it, and you have to do trade offs. Um, um, but yeah, but I, but one thing I'll say, even though I was, the, I, I'm a big fan of ChatGPT over at like Bard right now, uh, outside of the limits, um, Google already came. Google, you can already do that. Like Google already had the history thing. Like we could just turn that off. Like they they came out the gate with that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they came out the gate. You don't know, like Google? You can turn off like. You know, by default, it's on where it, it has. You, you can see your, your 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 uh your history, but you can like you can easily turn turn that off on Google easily. Um, and so GPT is kind of like late with that a little bit, at least in my eyes. You know, but and also I think GPT, I don't like the way they have done it, done the history thing. Cause one, that like what you just said is like a deeper analysis of it. Um, which I didn't know all that. But here's the thing: I saw the cover of it, and to turn off your history, it's like. They kind of hide it. If you go no, they play, hide like, it. <laughs> I'm like, I hate what, like, yo, the, like, that's mm-hmm. so. I, I hate that. I hate that. I just hate that because you know what? Mm-hmm. You don't even have to hide it because even if you didn't, people probably wouldn't even turn it off anyway. So like, it just like it just comes off like, 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 say one thing, say we're like this, but we're actually still being a little shady. We're mm-hmm. still being like, 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 you know. And that's like. They give me the impression that they that that they want to be for humanity and all these different things, but they they sometimes they do stuff, and it made me question like how genuine that 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 is, you know, um, like it like because if you're all like so people friendly and this a lot of why are you hiding things that would protect people's information? Like I don't know, it's just cause mm-hmm. I the only reason why I did it because I'm a little bit more technical. I seen it, and I, and I knew it a little bit more, but the average person is not about to go to settings and then. It doesn't. It's not even right there. You can't even see it at first. You gotta know, like click like some extra stuff, and then you see. Oh, you can turn off the. You know what I'm saying? And I just actually exported my data just out of curiosity to see what it looks like. Um, but yeah, but but yeah. Um, we have what was the? Um, there, was, there was there was one thing while, while while we were on the topic
2: AI, because <clears throat> I'm gonna keep it a stat. I think the way things look. Just based off of what I've observed right like I and and, and a prime example would be like education. we yeah. started off the year with everybody being afraid of chat GPT you know to where you had all these universities public schools etc banning you know AI whatever there was a recent MIT article that came out that kind of surveyed teachers across those different school districts, and it was wild the change in sentiment between January and like just you know what is this April and I say all that to say I think that's one case in point where like AI is moving so fast to where how things look today, it won't look that way at the end of the year. And the core example is when it comes like I think right now, the huge blue ocean, uh, which will eventually be a red ocean is enterprise. And the companies I think people need to be tapping in with um, is one is Replit replit they just raised 9 they they just raised 90 million they got 20 million developers and they just <laughs> formed a partnership with google right and 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 the fourth thing is they did all this in one week they can they 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 dropped before for their ghostwriter ai tool they were using uh, gpt4 they dropped gpt4 and trained their own model on all the code that is on replit mm-hmm. and it it outperformed gpt4 And so there's one company, another company I found out about was, it's called Snorkel. Um, But it came out, it came out of uh, Stanford, but their whole approach is like data, being data-centric. And essentially what that means to them is like, they've had this view of the world since 2016, um, that like data is the new oil, which I'm sure y'all have heard. They're like- Stan, like it was the prof. His name was Chris. Uh, Chris Ray, but he was the one who actually like popularized that that phrase and ended up being like an advisor for Snorkel. But their their whole thing is they simplified the 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 pipeline, which is essentially the steps to create your own machine learning models, deploy them, train them, and be able to do inferences. And they're 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 going after the 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 enterprise level like crazy right now, and they're coming out with so many different ways. For companies to be able to take advantage, not only of the current data that they have, but also to build like even deeper and broader proprietary data sets. And so that's, that's another company I would be paying attention to. Um, I, I, could, I could go on and on because I've been, I've been going deeper into these companies, but I think that like, there's a lot of stuff happening at the enterprise level that eventually trickle down to the consumer level. Yes, yes. I just don't know when.
1: Absolutely. So. One thing I want to yeah. say too about discovery, um, I would say right now, yo, it is a gold mine of tools out right now, 100%. and they're coming out every day. And so I want to say a couple of things around discovery. Um, for example, uh, if you don't know what GitHub is, I think we talked about it in the last episode. But essentially, it's just this, a huge a uh, code repository. Millions of people around the world are just pushing up pro- uh, projects. Um, some of them are live where you don't have to know any code, some of you need to know a little bit of code, et cetera. Um, one of the easiest ways to find some new stuff is looking at the most popular, you know, most starred, you know, um repos. Literally the top ten are probably all AI at this point. You know, um another way to find like some uh uh some really useful tools is um if product hunt. You know, they have a, a like all you gotta do is tap AI and like you know, th- you'll see a ton of different uh new AI products. Um, and, and, um, uh, I want to drop a few that, that, that I think people would, would like a chat, uh chat PDF super dope. Um, that's useful for almost anybody that has a white collar job. Um, you be, you can upload PDF documents and be able to talk to them with, with, with uh, GBT. I mean, that's huge. You know, I mean, that's huge. Um, and, um. Then you know there's uh the auto GPT thing. No no need to get into that uh, that much, but that's that's on GitHub. There's many of them. Um, I actually used it the other day to just out of curiosity, just to see like if if it would like. What'd you think, man? Let let, let me tell you. Okay, I only use I only used it to prove um, one work tax so far. Actually, two, but it actually did what it was supposed to do, and I I was impressed. So I had I had I have all these safe statistics. I took one of the statistics, and I was like, find the source of this statistic. And I already knew what the source was. It was just like, it was like, it's something, 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 this amount of businesses, and I put it in, I was like, find the source of this, uh, uh, of this, uh, uh, of this stat. It, it created all these tasks, all these tasks, look into this, look into that, da da da, da, da. I saw like five tasks. At the end, it was like, this came from the Verizon data report from 2020, 100% accurate. 100 accurate.
2: I'm gonna keep it a stack. When I, 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 I don't know. Maybe because I know, like I've went through the code of Auto GPT, and all of <laughs> all all of it is built with LangChain. Well, that's uh Lang Huh?
1: LangChain is fire. It's just that, that yeah. shit complex, bro. I, ain't yeah, about chain, I don't shit. know. LangChain is an right now. I look like, into that. <laughs> that's that's why I'm,
2: that's why I'm like, bro, we we can build this ourselves.
1: I know, bro, but we you in the engineer mode right now? See, right yeah. now, here's here's the thing. I wish I was in my engineer mode. I'm not, and so, like, so, like, you know, you know how it is. Like, yeah, like it's like right now, I'm not in that engineer mode, and it's like I want to be because I see all this stuff, but it's like I really don't have the bandwidth. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is probably not that hard, but like it's hard enough where it's like it's hard enough. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like I can't put my focus away, but I see Lane Chain, I hear everything you're talking about, like the memory and all that. Like that's huge, bro. Like that's huge. I mean,
2: so they one of the features they just rolled out was, um it's a Figma document loader, and oh, so wow. now now you can upload. Uh, basically, <laughs> just take your Figma URL, plug it into LangChain, and then it will have like if you have an agent. Do you have to code
1: this though. Do you have to code this, or is this, this is out?
2: It's four lines of code, man. <laughs> right. I, you know so what? I right. I'm I'm I'm
1: gonna right. right. keep it. Right. I'm
0: gonna right. keep this right. He always said that it's two lines of code. <laughs> right. I, two lines of
1: code. It just takes five hours. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I,
2: I may just need. I may just need to build a quick little demo so y'all can just. And we just I keep it amongst lie. us. I go,
1: like, uh, ain't yeah, gonna lie. You. <laughs> you lucky if probably get paid off some of the stuff you be thinking about. You be building stuff for yourself, bro. Oh,
2: bro! I got a whole lot of stuff I've been building for myself. Like when yeah. you when you sent me that. Uh, that 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 the one on the workout plan, I was yeah. like, okay, let me go build out a, a fucking agent,
0: <laughs> bro. You you said the value is at the enterprise, which I I totally agree, and this is why I said a long time ago. I think Microsoft is like well positioned to capture that. Like, yeah, with with no with no real competition, honestly. They're the yeah, largest cool, enterprise cool. software company, yeah. full stop. Period. Yeah, it is what it is. I I think though the other big opportunity though is I think is at the small and medium sized business level.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think there is a massive opportunity at that level, especially when you talk about AI agents, where you can start to augment tasks that today like the, the I, I can't articulate how valuable I think this is. And I think this is the biggest opportunity that people in AI I I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. Everybody keeps talking about the like what you can do with language. You got Drake, you gotta, Trey, you gotta, you
2: gotta all be, all be quiet,
0: changing. man. You all that shit is cool, but the ability to augment human labor through using AI, bro, that is the biggest disruption in, in wealth that I can possibly think of in the last century that mm-hmm. I think is coming. Like, it is going to be transformational that you have these businesses that are going to be able to restructure labor. Dropbox literally just did it. They just dropped a bunch of talent and said, are we getting ready to pivot and shift? You know why? Because they don't need that shit no more. Like you're about to see that. And so I think at the medium, small and medium sized business level, there's an opportunity and it's not even just software companies. It's the local moving company, right? It's these, it's the local cleaning company that's doing 10 or $20 million in sales, right? It's restaurants. Like in the case of what we're doing in our space, it's so many businesses that have been offline or simply just had a fucking 90%, website 90%, and social media. 90%, 90%, yeah, exactly. 90%, 90%. Where you literally can plug this technology in, Bryland, and it's it's transformational. So th- that's this, this, the blue ocean. I think that people should be going after. But this
2: is why I'm saying, t- telling you, you got to be a little bit quiet because you're being loud right now. <laughs> that's the bro. That that that's the <laughs> okay. opportunity we're going after right now with co work. Yeah. And so, literally, yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah.
1: Yeah. Literally, that's literally,
2: bro. The, the, like I haven't. There's some stuff I have not rolled out yet, where like, I'm like, okay, nigga, what the hell you been doing with your time? Like, this uh, is a
1: yeah. Well, I, so, already like, tell, I already feel like that. I already feel like that with what I already know. <laughs> I, I, tell, I tell you this
0: though, bro, it's a multi-trillion dollar opportunity, and so one company alone can't capture it. A hundred percent. A thousand 100%. companies 100%. alone 100%. can't 100%. capture it. 100%. It is. It is vast, 100%. but I I wholeheartedly believe this. Like, that is the most. I don't want to say it's the most important, but when I just think about it from a business standpoint, yeah. it is the most impactful, right? Because when you can shift human labor, that's what software and computers did in yeah. the beginning. When it, when it first came on the scene, it's like you can make your people more productive. People can yeah. get way more stuff done. So if you were a company using computers versus a company not, it wasn't even close. Like you couldn't even compete. And so now you're talking about a, a level above that where it's like, Nigga, if you're using people to get this done, you're not able to compete. Like you're, yeah, you're right. not even you're yeah. not even there yet.
1: Close. That's
0: that's crazy. That's crazy. Like it's a bag on the table for anybody who can get it.
1: right. Yeah. Like, that's Here's crazy. what I wish. Here's what I wish. I, it's so fast. And it's kind of it's a little overwhelming, man. Cause it's, like, it's like cause I want to be able to. It's like I cause like I want I reason why I talked about discovery of tools to be, is because what I'm often finding is that I'm finding tools that I can just pick up and be like, Oh, let me use that. Let me use that. And it's like, but they're always coming out with new stuff. Like, you know, and it's like, and even right now I have like some level of anxiety feeling like there's some tools right now that would supercharge me. And I'm just like, where are they? I know people are building them because yeah. cause every now and then I'll come across, for example, chat, uh, the chat PDF, like, That's a significant, like, it's super simple, easy. Now, there's multiple alternatives of that 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 are also great as well. But the point is, is that it's tools like there's in this space right now, out of the box, there are some basic tools that drastically change, like my productivity. And I'm just like, yo, I can just like, the more I find somebody, it's it's like looking for talent almost, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird, actually. It's like looking for it's like looking for talent, except I don't have to. <laughs> I like I don't have to pay and, and hire them. Like they just do it, like you know. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it, it's exciting, man. But uh, yo, know, man, I'm like a lot. Even right now, I'm like, cause it's making my job easier. It's making our jobs easier. That's like the biggest thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a there was one thing before we start to wrap up that I did want to hit on since we okay. are are on the top of like just labor and talent. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think this will, this is having an impact on like, like in in, in ways that people may not be aware. So I want to get your thoughts. And so, um, the Institute of governmental studies at the, at, 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 at Berkeley, um, they recently came out with a study where they basically were sharing some of the statistics, uh, and, and kind of insights they, they pulled. Um, related to just kind of you know the transformation of downtowns across big cities like Chicago, Houston, San Francisco, New York, et cetera, et cetera. And I found this study to be very interesting, and I want to just share some of those thoughts. But it was at the same time of this past week, you saw Cruise just rolled out their twenty four seven you know, autonomous vehicles all over San Fran and they're getting ready to do that larger. They weren't the first. There's other players that have done that as well. But all that to say autonomous vehicles are coming and AI is only getting better, which we are seeing. But the stats that I found very intriguing were were like this. Um San Francisco in in, in San Francisco, in terms of like their pre-pandemic like downtown activity, is only at 31%. Which is like that's that's crazy. Chicago's at fifty percent, and then uh, places like Salt Lake City are at one hundred thirty-five percent. And the reason why Salt Lake City is up is because that was a place a ton of people moved to when the pandemic was going down because of the cost, et cetera, et cetera. But the the thing that is making this very interesting is like the impact on real estate, right? And so specifically when it comes to real estate in America currently 16 sixteen sixteen and a half percent of uh of all commercial real estate is in in downtowns are like vacant and then of of the space that is actually leased only forty nine percent of it is actually being used and if you think in like even in, in even in like bigger cities like San francisco, it was like forty two percent of the leasing space uh is being used in places like San francisco et cetera et cetera. And this just got me thinking like, damn, this is very intriguing because you you, like people aren't really going to the office anymore, which is part of the reason why they're not being used because of the whole remote work. Right now you have this now you have, you know, people, these companies and it's impacting cities where there's a lot of knowledge workers. Right now, tech specifically is being hit hard with a lot of these big layoffs, so they're not going to need all that space. Then if you're telling me that these people are potentially going to be replaced with AI, they're definitely not going to need all that all, all that space on top of interest rates, et cetera, et cetera. And so it just got me thinking we're at this interesting time where I think American cities are about to transform in ways we may not understand yet. And I think all the pieces piece, pieces are there. Not only in in terms of real estate, but also in terms of like the cost reduction, autonomous like vehicles, like, you know, Cruise, Waymo, et cetera, would would be able to offer. Um, And it it like when I just dove into it, it actually there was a period of time after World War II where there was this huge surge of people moving to the suburbs because of the cost, et cetera, et cetera. And so it almost seems like we're at that point in the cycle where it's time to kind of go back. And I guess I'm just kind of curious, like. Yeah, how do y'all see? You know, just understanding, you know, what the economy is doing is 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 doing to our cities and what AI can also do as well. How are y'all seeing the transformation of like you know cities and how are y'all just thinking about that in general?
0: It's it sounds like we need to be short in the commercial real estate market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
1: it sounds like. Out of everything 100%. you said, I'm like,
0: eh, it sounds like we need to be short in it because it sounds like there's about to be a crash. There's a crash on the horizon. Yeah, it's, it's
1: happening. It's happening. There's a crash. It's, it's coming. We're having work, right? You know how many, No, you know how we works the WeWorks that I'm seeing are? like, it's like, yeah, like, crazy. Like, like, and it's like, you know, and I, first of all, I love, you know what I'm saying? But it's wild. It's wild. Because yeah. I'm like, there's no way these businesses are going to be able to continue to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they have, to, like, in my mind, I mean, if I was, just, like, uh, they were paying me, I would tell them a few, uh, I'll give them a few pointers. Because they have a lot of unused space. That's yeah. just ridiculous. Like it's just ridiculous, and it needs to be put to use. And I'm sure, like they and they, I've noticed WeWork has been like coming out with deals and stuff like that to get, like you know. Um, but yeah, no, nah, like outside of that though, commercial I can see. And even Twitter, I think they got rid of their building, right? So I mean. Um, mm-hmm.
2: But, but this, this, this is the thing that was interesting too, is 71% of all space in downtown is all commercial. And so when that gets me thinking about it, it's like, if, 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 if most sorry. of downtown is commercial, that means most of the money is due to these businesses. And now if yeah. these businesses are leaving yeah. bec- because they don't need the space, what happens to <clears throat> our downtowns? And I think, no. you know, obviously the conversation, the, think about the conversation that's been happening around San Francisco. Where Literally. with all the, you know what I mean? Like, is that going to happen across all these major cities?
0: How, okay, that's how is Chicago, how is Chicago downtown now? Like, does, like visually, I'm sure it's changed a lot, obviously, a lot since COVID, obviously, but like yeah, 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 visually, yeah. does it feel, does it feel a lot different than a typical, how are you say? So,
2: so, so, so visually, I think because of how positioned Chicago is, like Chicago's loop is to like the river and then like the lake and how like important that is. Like visually, it still seems really good because a lot of the main attractions are still there. But I would be lying to you if like every single block that you walk on, most of, most of those spaces are vacant. Like there's mm. so much commercial real estate to where like they're giving they're offering crazy deals on some of these places. I was I was telling Dre earlier like one of the places that like me me and my girl was looking at it was eleven dollars per square foot in downtown Chicago, bro that's ridiculous. Yeah. And so, and then also obviously people talk about, you know, crime in Chicago, et cetera, et cetera. But historically a lot of that has happened. And, you know, like, I would say like the out outsides of like downtown, but there is a lot of that starting to like happen, you know, in, 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 in the loop area as well. And so, yeah, I just, I just find that very intriguing because like, even it got me thinking about like, okay, if that like, what, what, I don't know because it, 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 it part of part of it was like okay you're gonna you're gonna have these downtowns that basically are, are losing money then you got people who work for these companies that are losing money and then think about like all the people that drive uber and lyft or deliver for uber and lyft they're going to be out of a job too once you have autonomous vehicles that can drive and like
1: you're like, highlighting something big right now these governments need to stop playing the businesses um They need to stop playing with businesses because if they leave, like ecosystems change a lot. Yes, like the the policies
2: are going to look very different across our cities.
1: Yeah, taxes. I think sometimes people have this mentality sometimes, and I've I've started to see it a little bit more. And it could be because I'm a founder now, so I'm like I'm kind of associating it with myself. But this idea that like you know business owners and people who have wealth, you know, um you know, are like, like in this bucket of people, like, of like, almost like extracting from people and not like, and, uh, but like, without businesses, you know, saying you don't have jobs, you know, um, you don't have people making money to spend in these places, like, you know, and like, it's like, you can't just, you can't just be like, okay, we focus on people, not businesses. So like, just focus on people, like, it has to literally, like, it's a whole system is it's it's like you can't just take out like a whole you know animal species and think the ecosystem is not going to be messed up like it's like it, it it's it's kind of like um and this is making me realize that like you know we really need to make sure especially the small business owners um which are literally the majority of the of America like we need to make sure that like they're getting like loans like i don't know just everything like the support like you know, uh, discounts, whatever, because, yo, know, that's what pays people. That's what keeps people, families fed. That's what, you know, like for every one business owner, there's what like five, like, what well, like for example, five, ten employees and yeah. they're all like that. How many families is that? You know what I'm saying? Including the, like, you know, and it's like man, And also just the vibe too, you know, like SF, even when I last left it, it was already a certain way and they're saying hmm. it's worse. That's, that's not yeah. good. That's not good. But yeah, I guess we can. You know, um, maybe leave it off on that. Um, But uh, I do think, though, that like we have a culture in in the United States where we ain't gonna like I do believe that sometimes we we might wait a little bit longer to resolve things. But I do think we do resolve things, you know, it's just that not like, you know, so I do see a positive, you know, um, a future for 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 cities and whatnot. And for example, shit, like I was born in Detroit. Drake was as well. Look, look, like they don't we, we bounce back. If we, we, like, turn stuff around, then I think any city can, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we were the first to have to go through the the bankruptcy and all, like, we had to be the first ones, but.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's facts. All right, y'all, let's wrap it up.
1: Let's do it. No, that was good.